1: When a lot of people think about deer hunting, they think about hunting bucks. Generations of tradition have made people think not to shoot does or that shooting does is bad. But is that right? Does that even make sense? On this episode, we're going to kick the tires of that question and more. Welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today we're going to be talking about hunting does. Specifically, is hunting does still hunting? There have been generations and generations of thinking that has been passed down and and maybe this stems back oh decades where the deer population in United States and particularly in some states was nearly wiped out just overhunting overpredation poaching just you know for deforestation loss of habitat just deer were hunted maybe not to the brink of extinction but they were hunted hard and deer numbers were low and states passed laws that said you could only shoot bucks, you can't shoot does. Even then there were limitations, so forth and so on. So for decades, people thought, okay, well, don't hunt, don't shoot does because of the deer population. If you shoot does, that means there'll be fewer bucks. If you shoot does, that means there won't be any deer. If you shoot does, then they'll just be smaller bucks year after year. And, and hunting does isn't really even hunting. We don't even do that. We don't think about that. We don't talk about that. Bucks are where it's at. Bucks are what matters. Antler size, antler inch count, you know, the, the width of the rack, the thickness of the antlers, all that. That's what counts. That's what we go for. And that's what deer hunting is all about. But is that right? Is that really the way that it's supposed to be? How much of that thinking is true and how much of it is just old wives' tales? Well, let's back up and start at the beginning. All right, so there was a time where it was true your deer numbers were down, so there were limitations placed on hunting does in order to to help the herd grow and, and preserve the herd. That is not the case anymore. In fact, in many states... There are way too many deer. Deer have, they just, they live in neighborhoods. They live amongst houses. They, they, they're, they're all over the place. Did you know that if you have a suburban area with very little woods, you know, n- no real forest to speak of, you're going to hold more deer per acre than you will in a thousand acres and 10,000 acres of hardwoods mature forest, why deer are creatures of edge. Where there's edge, there's gonna be deer. The more edge, the more deer. Ten thousand acres of mature hardwoods has very little edge. It is just, um, it is just homogenous, one type of habitat. There's not that much food for deer year-round. There's not much cover you're gonna have less deer population in a, in a huge forest than you are in suburbia. In fact, if you go back to accounts, when the, the settlers first came to America, there were not as many deer then as there are now. Why? Because you had big forest, you had tall trees, there had never been deforestation. Your amount of edge was very limited. There was not cover that was man-made or man-generated or man-maintained. You, you didn't have all these field edges and all this brush and things for deer to, to, to take shelter in and all this low food. There is more food and more deer habitat today in America than there was two, three hundred years ago. People think, oh, we've cut down so much. And you know, they think about New York City where there's, yeah, there's a few miles where there are none or very few deer. But you get out into the suburbs of New York, there are deer. You get out a little further than that, there are plenty of deer. You know, in in Pennsylvania, I live in near Pittsburgh, and you know, not in Pittsburgh, but in, in the next county over. You know, you look at Allegheny County where the big city is downtown. I say big city, big city around here. Where the big city is downtown, you've got concrete, you've got bridges, you've got rivers, you got high rises. You got a lot of people living in a small area. Are there deer? Well, no. There are no deer in points in Point State Park and downtown Pittsburgh. You go a mile in any direction, there are deer. In fact, Allegheny County has more deer than they can get rid of. They cannot sell enough licenses to get rid of the deer let me tell you how bad it is you can go in and you can buy dough licenses at the county treasurer's office as many as you want all the way in some years up until Christmas they don't even sell out every year you're like well rifle season ends in you know beginning of December yeah I know you can still buy dough licenses they haven't even sold them all let alone have people use them all people buy extras just to have just in case for whatever reason. And they, they they cannot shoot enough deer in Allegheny County. Why? There's so many people. There's so much population. There's so much habitat. They live everywhere. They're, wherever there's edge. The more neighborhoods you have, you've got edge. You've got fields that get sliced up and turned into houses. And then You've got a vacant lot that grows up a little bit. Now it's harboring deer. You got backyards where the grass grows too high. You got backyards that just sort of go up into jaggers into the to a hilltop. There are everywhere. You've got more deer in the most populated parts of the state, as opposed to so you go up into the national forest, you can go days without seeing a deer. So. There, there are misnomers there. There are things that just are not true in people's thinking in how deer live, where deer are, how many deer there are, what the state of the population in the herd is. People just have wrong thinking. They think, well, there's not enough deer. Now, in most states, there are plenty of deer. I'm, I, probably all states, but I don't know the situation in all of them, so I'm not going to make that broad of a generalization. But in most states, there are more than enough deer the game commission studies these things. Maybe some states do a better job than others, but they study these things. They, they do what they call science uh, and work to figure this thing out as a, to determine how many deer need to be taken every year. Not can be taken, need to be taken. There's a difference. You know, Can the state deer population survive with a few thousand less? That's not the question being asked in most places. The question being asked in most places is how many deer do we need to get rid of in order to keep uh, from car accidents, from piling up, from people calling constantly to complain about deer eating everything in their yard, uh, to just deer laying on the side of the road dead, to too many human encounters. What do we need to do? You know, if we keep deer from overrunning habitat, how many do we need to get rid of? That is more often the case being asked versus how many can we spare to hunters. It's how many can we give to hunters to get rid of? How many tags can we give out? So you need to look at this thing from that standpoint. So, and in terms of what well, we need to save the does, no, we don't. That's that's not a thing. All right, let's move on to the next point. Well, if we If we shoot does, we won't have as many bucks. Well, in a lot of places, that's not just untrue. It's the opposite of the truth. I said in a lot of places, it's not just untrue. It is the opposite of the truth. Places where you have a lot of does. What's the number one thing that causes bucks to leave areas? It's going to be doe social pressure. Bucks don't want to; they don't want to live with does, hanging out with does, be surrounded by does, bedding with does. Mature bucks want space. Sure, they they need to be around does to an extent, especially at the breeding season. They're not antisocial, but they do not want does up in their business all day every day and if you have properties that are overrun with does you're going to have fewer bucks in fact there's a lot of places where you'd have more bucks if you reduce the doe population because the does are eating all the food and they're happy to hang out together and they turn into a a property that is just overrun with does and bucks don't want to they don't want to hang out there except maybe at the peak of the rut for a couple days to get their fill and then get back to their space what you want to have is balance you want to have a balanced deer herd you want to have a, a nice ratio between does and bucks you don't want it to be 10 to 1 does to bucks you do not you know 50 50 is better even 2 to 1 is okay 10 to 1 is not good you do not want to have that many because you actually have fewer bucks In that case, there's a lot of people, they would do well to start taking does every year in order to reduce the doe population so that there's more room on those properties for bucks. Now, that is usually a private land problem or a private land situation. When he talks about public land, well, the whole game changes there. The whole game changes there. But in terms of, well, I don't want to shoot does on my property so there'll be more bucks... No, the only way that's true is if there are no deer on your property and no deer in your area, and you need to start building a herd. And there's very few places in the country—I don't think there's any in Pennsylvania—but there's very few places in the country where that's the case, where there's no deer and you need to build a herd. But if if you're in one of those places, then there there may be uh, there might be a reason then for a few years to, to put a freeze on shooting does in your area. So that's one thing. So you've got, you know, are there, are, are there, are the deer going to make it? There's plenty of deer. Do we need to, to save the does so we can have more bucks in most places? No. Then you have this whole mentality that shooting does is just too easy. It's not really hunting. It's, you know, there's no fun in it, there's no sport in it. It's just, you know, if you need meat, then you just take one, put it in the freezer. I wish I wish it was that easy where I hunt. I don't know about where you hunt, but I wish it was that easy where I hunt. I have gone years without shooting a deer. Not because I passed one. I did not I've gone years where I did not pass on one deer. Not one. I mean, I was in the woods every day, not every day of the season, but every day I was in the woods and my plan was shoot the first deer that you can. Doesn't matter what it is. I'd have a tag for both, of course, I mean, legally, but I'm in the woods. I'm not, I'm not picking and choosing. I would be been mean, with a first deer that I get a shot off. That's what I'm taking. And the first deer that I took was the first deer that I got a shot off where the bullet hit the deer. I mean, it took it was three years before I finally shot my first doe. Three years of being in the woods. Not 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 just one time a season. I mean spending days and days of the gun season in the woods and never seen a doe. Or missed a doe, or just couldn't get a shot off in time because they were running it over there and there's just there was no way years and years of not being able to. And then after that, I mean, that philosophy did not change for some time. It was years where, okay, first deer we see, that's the one we're shooting, period. Because you just don't know. In a lot of places where I've hunted, I mean, you just don't know. It was years before I was able to shoot a deer that I didn't shoot. Before I took a, made a conscious decision to say no, nope, I'm not gonna shoot at that one. I was actually gonna pass on a shot. Years. So people say, oh, it's not sport. Yeah, yeah, it is rubbish. Maybe if you live somewhere where you know they just come up to your back door and and you know invite themselves into your freezer, maybe that's that's one thing. But there's a lot of places where hunting, getting any deer, is an achievement especially, especially, especially if you're a new hunter and you you don't even know what skills you don't have. You don't even know what to do right that you're doing wrong. You you just have no idea. I remember the how excited I was when I shot my first doe, which was my first deer, period. I mean, I was elated. I was ecstatic. I mean... It 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 would not have been any different if there were five-foot-long antlers on that deer. Would not have changed a thing.
0: This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited-edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more.
1: it was absolute 100% pure adrenaline years of work paid off i mean i you know can't 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 describe to you the sensation and the emotion and the accomplishment and the achievement and was just so so thankful so excited i remember my second though very similar experience it was it was down a little bit from from the first one of course that's just natural but very similar experience I remember shooting my third dough. very similar experience very similar I mean it, it's just people have this this thing in their head yeah you know, I remember my fourth dough. very similar experience and people have this thing in their head that oh well it's not sporting it's not fun it's not worth it it's somehow bad or it's lame or just shows you know whatever whatever nonsense they come up with hunting does is hunting and i've got news for you. if you don't get excited hunting a doe then it won't be long before you're not excited hunting bucks either it won't be long before you're not excited at shooting a buck either, especially a new hunter. You know, you, you've, you chances are if you're brand new to this thing, you know, you have, you've worked, you've put more time in, you've worked hard, you've made mistakes, you've, you've missed opportunities or lost opportunities, some you know about, some you might not know about. That first deer or two or three or five I mean the level of excitement and accomplishment, especially if you were on public land. Oh man, especially if you were on public land. Hunting does is, I mean, in some, pu- in some pieces of public land, I'll tell you what, you, you're, there's not much, there, there, there's, there, there's almost nothing you could hunt there that is going to be more challenging than hunting does, because there are no bucks there, they're just not there, you've never seen one before on public land in certain areas they just don't exist on the menu right Doe is the most challenging game that there is because it's the only game in town because there just aren't any bucks there for a myriad of reasons not everywhere of course but in some places or at least it has seemed like that to me for years in certain areas that i've hunted and to take a doe, i mean i have been in the woods with half a dozen hunters within 500 square yards I mean, you just feel like, you know what? Is it even safe to sit here? There are so many hunters. Everybody's pointing similar directions. You're sitting there thinking, well, you know, I hope a deer doesn't walk out in between us all because we'll shoot each other. And I remember having that thought. I just left. I was like, I'm out of here. I am not going to sit here anymore with all. everybody hunting on the ground too, not in trees. It's a lot safer if everybody's in a tree because you're shooting down into the dirt everybody hunting on the ground. I was like, I got to get out of here. This is not safe. So I walked out past more hunters walking in and, and just went and just went and just went at a distance, just, just getting in the heavy brush, heavy color. It was a, it was a snowy morning that day. So I just kept going until the footprints ended and I finally made it into an area where there were no hunters. And I remember sitting down, I was tired. I was hungry I'm going to get me a snack. I had a power bar, bottle of water. Soon as I started eating my power bar, two deer walk out at about 150 yards. And I was like, you can't be serious. And I passed on that shot. Actually, I didn't have the the a shot quite as good as I wanted to have. And I just did not feel like taking a shot that was less than I needed to, because I already had taken a doe that year. I didn't need a second one. But I would have taken one if I had had what I would have thought was a, 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 an A-plus shot. I remember passing on it and you know heading back later. And I, I realized there was not one shot that I heard in, from that area all day. All these hunters, all these people in the woods, not one shot all day. I mean, I stayed out till dark. There was not one shot. And I was like, man, all these people in the woods and nothing no action at all nobody took a shot and you know, you just realize that this thing is not that easy everywhere there are some places yeah maybe it is real easy and there are other places i mean there were a dozen people in the woods there within i mean within i shot and nobody even got a shot all day I could have had a shot because I went so far into the woods, but I'll tell you what stopped me from taking the shot was one, I thought, how am I going to get this deer out of here? And two, I was like, if it's less than a perfect shot and this deer runs for a while and how far am I going to have to chase it? And then how am I going to get it out of here? And I was like, it's not worth it. It just wasn't worth it that day. But the sportingness of it, I mean, it was, it was top of the charts. So people say, oh well, you know, that's not really hunting. No. Nah. In some places, that's, that's as high a hunting as it gets, because there aren't any bucks. I mean, that's just the way that it is in a lot of in some places. So hunting those is and I could tell you what, it was five years. Five years of hunting before I saw my first buck, first shootable buck in the woods during season. Five years five years of deer hunting before I saw my first legal buck. And of course I took that one home. It's on my wall. And I mean, that's just the way that it was. If I wouldn't have shot a deer those, those first five years, if I wouldn't have shot a doe those first five years, wouldn't have shot any deer. And like I said, there was more than one year in a row where I brought home nothing and might hunt five days in a season, five days, not even one doe, No, that's garbage. People talk about how hunting does isn't hunting. It is absolutely 100% real, legitimate, sporting, and it is an accomplishment to take one. There have been people who mountain does because, you know what, to them it meant that much. And I'm 100% behind that. If you can't get excited about shooting does as a new hunter, then it won't be long before shooting bucks won't get you excited either. They'll just have to be bigger and bigger, and trophy animals, and and you just get yourself to the point where you go season after season and don't find a buck that's big enough, and start to question, you know, why am I even doing this? Because you're, you're focused on, you're fixated on the wrong thing. What's it about? It's about getting outside. It's about getting in the woods. It's about pursuing game. It's about learning about your quarry. It's about mastering your craft, building your skills. It's about, it's about taking the deer home. It's about putting venison on the table. Whether you need venison on the table because of financial reasons or whether you appreciate venison because of culinary reasons or just because it, it is an enjoyable part of the experience. Uh, There are people that I'm convinced, and I've done entire episodes on this subject. You can go back and and listen to those in terms of the taste of game and cooking game and all those things. But I've known people that, you know, had they not shot a deer and they were eating venison, they wouldn't like it. But because they shot it, they really liked it. There is a connection between them and and the game between them and the sport between them and the food there's just something if you grow your own garden and you grow your own vegetables you can grow vegetables that you would never buy in the supermarket you don't even like them but you grow them in your garden you're excited to eat them because your hands were in it because you were a part of this thing you you've been out there you've put in the time you put in the the effort you've you've learned you've planted you've watered you've tended it's the same thing with hunting. Sometimes eating the game is rewarding because you took the game. Whether nor, You might not even like it and otherwise. You might not. You might not have a taste for it. But because you're part of the circle, because it, it it it's something that you've done and brought in, you're just endeared to it. And that's just part of the experience. That's just part of why this thing is fun and why it's enjoyable. So I want to encourage you, if you're out there, I want you to t- take whatever game you want to take. Don't let anybody tell you. And you know what? I have, to much to my surprise, because I've 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 known of situations where it went the other way, much to my surprise. Like I I remember taking my first couple of those, posted pictures of them on Facebook, and you know showed them to people. I never had one person. Say anything other than congratulations, you know, great job, happy for you, you know, send me a steak, you know, something like. I've I've never had one person tell me anything negative or obtuse about shooting does or how it wasn't a buck or it wasn't a bigger buck or whatever. You know, I've been fortunate in that area, but there have been many people, they've got hate mail, They've got chewed out online. They've gotten yelled at in gun stores. Uh, da, da, da da da. It's just absolutely ignorant. It is ridiculous. And do not allow that or allow fear of that to stop you or slow you down or in any way influence your decision. You, know you should be sh- hunting and shooting in the woods. Whatever is fun for you. That's the bottom line. Whatever is fun. Whatever you you enjoy hunting, whatever you're after, whatever you want to bring home legally, of course, that's what you should be taking. If you want to shoot the smallest legal buck you 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 know that's out there because that's the one you saw and you wanted to take that home. I wouldn't hesitate. I would not hesitate. Wouldn't hesitate for one minute. You see it. It's you know why? Because I've gone five years without seeing one. Five years, you know. If if year two, I would have seen one, thought, well, that's not big enough, and passed on it. Then I'd have been kicking myself for years because you don't know when the next one's going to be. Don't pass a good opportunity if you've not had many opportunities. So, um, head to the website newhuntersguide.com. Check out the show notes for this episode and many others. Leave me some feedback give me some, uh, rate this podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Send me an email, hit me up on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear questions about future episodes. We'd love to get your feedback. Till next time, God bless you guys and go get them in the woods.